Hello, everybody, and welcome to No Time to Grind, the podcast for the busy gamer. This is episode 14. I'm Michael, and as always, I'm joined by Matt. Hola. And Adrian. Hello. And the game of this fortnight was Dead Space. Halloween episode. Oh, oh so spooky. spooky. Will I put in an audio jump scare? You don't know. Wait until the end and find out. <laughs> so there won't be a jump what? scare until the end? <laughs> no, as in like, if you want to find it, you have to go through the whole episode. But when they get to it, they can just stop listening. Yeah. Because, but unless there might be multiple jump scares, stay till <laughs> the end to find out. Okay. Now. Boo. Don't, Did it happen? Jump, Who knows? don't jump scare people on a podcast. That's bad. That's not good. This isn't Night Vale. <laughs> Before we get into the game for the fortnight, we will do our customary news. What's in the news? So the big one, which is, well, I think it's a big one that goes on from our last episode where we were talking about Battlefront 2 a lot and then we're playing Dead Space, is that EA shuts down Dead Space Studio Visceral, and that's bad. Yeah, so the studio is actually very timely and relevant that, yeah, like in the last two weeks, I think even last week, uh, whoever bought out uh, Visceral, is it Games? Shut down the studio. And they were working on a Star Wars game. Yeah. Which one was that one? Star Wars 1313, I think. Oh, no, that was something no. else. They got shut down. They were working on a different one. They worked can... on Battlefield Hardline. They worked on the Godfather 2 game. <laughs> it just says new Star Wars game. Yeah, I think it was early in development, but there was like some nice looking artwork. Like they that. did one of my favorites, T- Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2003. Oh, yeah, that's a classic. How come we haven't played that for the podcast I think yet? I played 2007. Well, I don't think they made that one. No, they did. They, they did. did. Yeah, they did. But yeah, that's uh, they shut it down. I don't know what the details of it. I think it's just, you know, uh, more trying to consolidate and stuff. Like, no real reason, but the general, like, yeah, well, we just want to not pay dollars anymore. What's weird, though, is EA has decided to reassign the Star Wars game um, to one of their own in-house devs, and apparently they're going to revamp the whole game. So what's the point of even giving them a game? Don't you think so? If someone was like, here, uh, we'd still like you to work on this game, wouldn't it be weird if you then went, ah, we don't like this, though. Uh, we're going to start again. Yeah, that, that would be. It's just, I don't know. like, Because all I do is live and breathe memes. And the popular meme for this whole scenario is that like EA is killing single player game developers. Could be very true. I'm just reading here. The closure of Visceral was seen as a sign of the waning interest in publishers in making games that are strictly single player, yeah. as many of Visceral's games <clears throat> had been. Um, which is yes, this is Dead Space is a very single player game. Dead Space 2 has a multiplayer. No, Dead Space 3 does. No, no, no. That's co-op multiplayer. I mean, Dead Space 2 has... There are four infect, four. Oh, like a multiplayer versus, versus mode. Yeah. Anyway, that's just... I, I, did, some, I did some research. Oh, but, good for you. But what do you, what do you guys think? I, do you agree with that whole bodes bad times are ahead? 
Um, it's just it's another sign of just I don't know creativity being shut down because it's like why not leave it as a studio that makes games that you own because they do good games as the company. So my thing is just them. It's like okay, well they're shutting down the creativity of that company and being like okay, you can all come work for us in our general EA manufacturing the latest AAA print press game. Like, they might not hire anyone. You know, yeah, that's, that's true. true. They might just drop it. And... Oh well, that's too bad. I, I don't. If EO wants to be known as a multiplayer publisher, then that's fine. So then I would blame Disney. I don't think Disney should give them the sole rights to Star Wars games. I agree with that. I think that EA Games having a monopoly on Disney games is a very bad thing. Is it Disney or just Star Wars? Sorry, Star Wars game. Yeah, that's pretty bad, especially because, yeah, if EA is like, nah, this is not, like, especially because a, a good story-driven single-player Star Wars game like Force Unleashed, not necessarily like that, but in terms of gameplay, but like a single-player Star Wars game would be so good and it would probably sell like hotcakes right now if you made it like a Darth Vader game or something in the same vein of like the Han Solo movie and Rogue One and then the, is it Ben Kenobi after that? I that's don't the believe rumor. there's... Yeah, that's the rumor. There's oh, no okay. confirmed. But see, Bioware, who's, an, who's a division of EA, who are known for making big RPGs and have made Star Wars RPGs, have not been, have not been given anything as of yet. They're probably trying to put all their effort into Battlefront 2 first and the single-player campaign in that and then the multiplayer, of course, with the... I think we, did we talk about... We talked about... Loot chests and shit last yeah. episode. Tune in to episode 13, Biting of Isaac, for that. It's a good, serious conversation. Um, I just think st- a-, a franchise shouldn't be owned by a developer just because it'll stagnate and you need people, like, because all the apps are EA, I'm pretty sure, because I think I remember, like, Downloading an app. I should I should really fact check that. Star Wars. Is that the um app. they've got a few apps. If I recall. Called Battlegrounds or something? Or yeah, there's Galaxy like of Heroes. Yes, there are many, and I can't find <laughs> any information. Don't Google Star Wars app. You won't get anywhere, people. This maybe just... check in your app store. Yeah, well, if we were selling it, maybe. Yes, um, <laughs> true. Yes, yeah, so Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes is definitely EA. Um, Commander, I don't know. How about another pod racer? Yes, Modern please. graphics. Because the PlayStation and the Xbox, aside from serious racing games like Forza and um, I guess Need for Speed, like realistic sort of one, doesn't have a really good kart racer. So you, they could have... Like, why not a really good pod racer, four-player split-screen pod racer? See, that would that would be awesome. But, but hear me out, yep. right? I've, I've got two things, and I'm probably going to forget the second one. But the first thing is, you know Kingdom Hearts. Actually, Michael, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know but of it. King, Kingdom Hearts, the gummy ship section. Imagine, like, building your pod racer. You, you built it like a gummy ship from Kingdom Hearts. 
And so it's like you don't come across, like you're playing online. It's like, what is that? That guy made a penis and he's driving oh. a penis around. Oh, <laughs> the internet is such a wonderful place. This is rated <laughs> PG because of online interactivity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then the other idea, all right, it's going back a bit. What if we give Rockstar some Star Wars and they make Grant, like, kind of like Grand Theft Auto, essentially Grand Theft Auto. And then it releases in planets. So it's Star Wars Grand Theft Auto 1 column Tatooine. Surely that'd get a little bit old quickly just going around Tatooine. I don't know. Mos Eisley's a pretty big place, you know, and then don't even get me started on all the water farming you could be doing. Moisture farming. What if it was like um, you had an outer rim, like Star Wars outer rim, you have the planets like Tatooine. Um, who else is in the outer rim? Is Hoth technically an outer rim? Or <laughs> do Mustafar? Do you want me to Google it? Bring up a map. <laughs> Bring up a map. <laughs> Alrighty, everyone on this audio-based platform, <laughs> look at my map that I've got here. People can have audiobooks. I want an audio map. I've never really like considered the geographical, I guess, spatial geographical location of all the planets in Star Wars. I'm just like, oh, okay, they're all just planets. But I guess there is like inner rim, outer rim. Because they never actually say phrases like that, but they do in They like... do. They say outer rim. All right, guys, this is an That's outer rim is. job. Oh, <laughs> oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Please oh, no. Please. Okay, so. Oh, there's a yeah, mid rim. The core, the inner, the expansion, the mid and the outer. So Mustafa's in the outer, Dagobah. Uh, Makes sense. Tatooine and Geonosis. Oh, they're right next to each other. Which one's Geonosis? That was where all the Jedi fight in episode two. Look at that. It's just a little like. Bespin and Hoff are like in the same star system, apparently. And they're both in the outer rim. All right, everyone. Welcome to No Time to Star Wars. The Star Wars (laughs) for the Star Wars, Star Wars. We're now a Star Wars podcast. But yeah, if Visceral had gotten to make. A Star Wars game, I would have been more interested in it than Dead Space. Before we get there, there's oh, still more news, isn't there? Wait, just what? just real quick, another one that I'm going to drop down: Dead Space Cross Star Wars, where you fight like a necromorph <laughs> Wookiee, and it's so much stronger than a human guy. Oh Jesus Christ, that would be so good. What about just a horror set in Star Wars? That'd be interesting. I don't see it working. You'd be like, oh, I got the Force. I'm not scared. Yeah, that's true. That's it. Only if you were a Jedi. Like 13, yeah. 13, you were going to be a young Boba Fett. Yeah, but people will be like, oh, but Boba Fett's full sensitive in my fan canon. Like, <laughs> That's all just right. a legend now. <laughs> let's, yes, they're all just legends. Uh, let's, let's talk about a little bit of personal news, Adrian, if you'd like to take the microphone floor. I was going to jump across to uh, your news here with the oh, my news. app. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Animal Crossing. Animal <laughs> Crossing has a game on your mobile phone. Oh, when man. did that come out? It came out like last night, I swear, or the night before. Yeah. And it's at the moment only in Australia because really? they're using us as like testing grounds. Oh, and, that's and it's actually it's pretty good so far. So that you've, of course, you've got your paid things, which are called leaf tickets in Animal Crossing. But I don't know if you get them for free. I've got nearly like 250 for free. And okay. I looked in the store and it's like 
40 for five dollars. So 250 seems like a lot, right? That's good. That's 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 a good way to do uh in app purchases, yes, it is. But then it's like, oh, do you want to expand your inventory for like 80 tickets? And I'm like, is this permanent or is this is this a temporary thing? Because if it's temporary, it's going to kill me. <laughs> and I'm and I'm waiting for the internet to be like, oh yeah, you should with your leaf tickets buy this. It's it's the best thing. Most values. Yeah. Um. Do you get to make your own person like normal? Yeah. Of course. I was gonna say you get more customization because in New Leaf you have to go to the hairdresser and you say like, it, it gives you a questionnaire when you get a haircut, and it's oh. like, do you think you're cute or cool? And so you don't actually know what you're getting. Unless you look it up on the internet. Well, I think I'm both. Like... I don't think those are mutually exclusive. I'm both cool and cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. Your campground can be both cool and cute and Thank natural you. and sporty. And I forget the other ones. I think that might be all of them. I don't know. I was going to ask, is it pretty much just a new Animal Crossing game, but on tweaked for mobile apps, obviously, but on your phone? Or is it like, is it like Mario 1? Mario Run, sorry, where it's like not dumbed down, but it's like a simpler version. I reckon this is as close to like the game, the source game as like Pokemon Go, nothing like Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, Mario Run, yeah, I suppose. Animal Crossing is a lot more like Animal Crossing. In fact, I'd say it's like because of the way that they do things, you, you don't have as many limits. I don't know. It's hard to explain. I'm not a like I'm not really into Animal Crossing, but I'm just happy when there's apps for Nintendo because it's like they're finally coming into this age of ours. They're here, <laughs> they're and it here. is glorious. And so, because I don't know that much about Animal Crossing, I'm gonna leave it here before my big old foot goes right in my big old mouth. Uh, I'll pick up your foot then, and I'll run with it and start. I'll talking put it about- in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, What I want to talk about, Matt was mentioning personal news, is we're expanding. (laughs) Yes, we've bought the next two lots across. We own all this land and we're going to make a mall. We're going to make a big mall with a big TV. Uh, We're going to start streaming some of our gameplay now. Um, I decided, screw it, it's time. So... You'll now find Wait, us. Wait, no, 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 no. Sorry. No? Can you just say, can you say it's it's time again? It's time. Grind time TV. That's the name. Boom. <laughs> so, so anticlimactic. It's <laughs> time. <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's grind time TV. You'll find us uh, on Twitch. Grind time TV will be up uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Australian Western Standard Time. Uh, and the way we're laying it out at the moment is like Tuesday we'll play like the game we're playing for the podcast. Uh, so starting this Tuesday, the 31st, it's Halloween, 31st of October, I believe, uh, we'll be up and we'll be playing the next game of the podcast, which we're talking about at the end. And it's it's one you'll want to see someone play. So we're on, we're on the ball for a change. <laughs> uh, and Wednesdays will be other games that uh, we like. So the podcast has kind of started to help us get through games we want to try or want to replay and revalue, I guess. Um, so the Wednesday stream will be like games that we want to do but are kind of off limits or too big 
for the podcast. So the first, and I'm going to drop what we're doing first for that one is we're going to start with Fallout New Vegas because you guys are big fans. I'm on the opposite end of that scale <laughs> and um, I've wanted to replay it for ages and it's the perfect kind of game for the podcast apart from that's too long and we've already done Fallout Tactics. So Fallout New Vegas. Tactics with... is terrible though. <laughs> I don't count that. Well, we're well, still go back a and listen to the Fallout podcast. game. Go back and listen to the podcast. You'll find that you gave it at least an all right. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. I think at least in the end... an all right out of 10. Yeah. I think I said I'd rather play Fallout 1 or 2 if I had to play. Yeah. Th- that kind. But New Vegas yeah. is very good. I won't be experiencing the streams with you as of yet. No. I'll be an audience member at best. Yeah, it's just me and Matt. Uh, and yeah, come join us. Come enjoy us, play some games. And you come can give us your thoughts while you're there. with me. Let's grind. Let's grind away. It's Grind Time TV. Um, and I was just going to quickly say, I'm pretty sure for the rest of the world, it might be easier to say that it's 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. New York time. Yes. What's because the zone on that? I, I, I don't know. New York be... zone. New York is the center of the planet. So <laughs> That's they, the president ev- Everybody would. I, I feel like most people can go, oh, yeah, New York, that's like this many hours. I think it's 11 a.m. Is it Greenwich Mean Time? The one yeah, that's I was going to say, if you're going to go with like average time, I was going to go GMT, Greenwich, Greenwich Mean Time, whatever. <laughs> Greenwich. Greenwich. It's like Wicked a sandwich. <laughs> time. But, um, Greenwich. Just world, worldtimebuddy.com or Google World Time Body. That's what I use to convert times when I'm trying to watch like Smite competitive in America we're, and stuff like we're that. We're GMT plus eight. We're yes, GMT we yeah. plus eight. That's it. <laughs> We're in the future, so our 7 p.m. is earlier. Anyway, assuming there is anyone on any planet that isn't Australia, uh, planet, country, state, Western Well, if you're on Mars, you can tune in next month. Uh, Yeah, I think they could if they really tried. I don't think my uh, internet goes that far. (laughs) Yours doesn't? I don't know. How long does a signal take to get to Mars? A month. No, uh, I don't. Speed of light. Miles, I don't know. It's not it the is, speed of light. Radio waves, are they? Whatever it is, it's quicker than getting a signal out to the Ishimura, which is a spaceship from Dead Space. Let's talk about Dead Space. <laughs> Jump scare. Was there <laughs> one there? I don't know. So Dead Space is a very scary game. I'm not reading off of anything, as you can tell. Dead Space is a very scary game made by Visceral uh, Entertainment. Visceral Games. Visceral Games. It's one of the Visceral Games, and it is quite visceral, as it is gory, involving spooky necromorphs. Uh, Pretty good experience I had. I just want to note, this game is almost 10 years old. I didn't, like... I don't know, it just didn't click until I just saw the, the release date. This is age... I actually... I started up on low graphics because <laughs> I'm on my laptop and I'm like, yeah, it'll be crap. Like, I, I'm not going to try low graphics. Uh, yeah. 
And then it just looks so bad and I had a lot of mouse <laughs> lag. So to in order to fix that, I actually had to go high settings. And I'm like, dang, looks it looks pretty good. Oh, yeah, it, it looks still okay. looks good. It, the environments to me look ugly, like in terms of design, because it's this very just metallic mining ship. Interesting. So I was like, eh, it looks a kind of, it doesn't look great in terms of design. But yeah, it has held up very well graphically. I was going to say I really like the design if we want to go into that because I liked the design of the ship and the way it looked and the way um, the passages were um, developed and all that kind of stuff. I liked the visual design of the spaceship and the world in general. The best part of buying new armor is seeing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it looks so cool. The armor's cool. When I got to the, what do you call it, the big lookout room where the captain was. The bridge. The The bridge. That one. I feel like I should know that. I'm a big nerd. Anyway, (laughs) when you get to the bridge and you look around, you can kind of get the same sense of design. And while Michael doesn't exactly appreciate it for what it is, I was like, this is good. I like this. I think it's. I think it works. It's they're trying to do something very deliberate, in that it's supposed to look, I guess, like oppressing and scary. But I was like, I don't know. I'm thinking of ways that well, current devs would have learned from Dead Space. So, the use of like shadow and light has been approved improved upon since 2008. So if we look at it in that way at the time. Yes, very good. It still holds up. I just think that parts of it, I was like, ah, this, these walls look kind of like dull, but it's there to draw your attention to. Oh, but there is some blood. Like nothing kind of diverts your attention away from scary things. No. Sorry, I'm just picturing in my head you going into someone's house and they're just, this wall's a bit boring, don't you think? Just a white wall. <laughs> but you do have a point because it's in a game. <laughs> the one thing that the environment did for me that put me off was in zero G spaces, I'd get like very quickly disoriented if I like jumped across. Cause yeah, sometimes it's just like all oh, the walls are silver and gray. And you're like, where did I come from? Where am I going? Hold on. You gotta take a second to like get your footing before, well, I guess it makes sense. But it's like, it's not as quick. Like there should be like, you know, like a green path or something the way you're going, the way it wants you to look kind of thing. Yeah. It gives you the breadcrumb. Um, yeah, line, uh, which to me says that the the designers acknowledged that these hallways and entrances all look so similar you could get lost. I also think the breadcrumbs was there because the missions they kind of double backed on themselves a bit. Yeah, especially when you like you come across like two or three doors and you're like, which which one do I go in? That I can't remember what, what. Yeah, can't remember what they told us to do. Um, I didn't use it heaps. Until like towards the end of the game, because oh, did like, you did you get to finish? did you get your wish? Yes, I smashed it out. Nice. I finished the whole game in under seven hours. So what? Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> I was Speed at run five, of the year. I was at five hours, and um, I got a, no six hours, and I got about halfway. What chapter? Um, chapter five, I believe. Just met the regenerating boy. Ah, yeah. Okay. 
Oh. All right. Well, I, I have played it before, so let's get out of the way. I have played it before. So some of the areas I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this, what I have to do. And the other thing was we, we can talk about this because we all want to. It's playing on easy mode. So killing things was easy. Living was easy. Finding way too many things. Um, yeah, it was easy. A, l- <laughs> a lot of things I heard about this game were not true in easy mode. Um, so I'm going to talk about me easy mode and enemies so i played this for the first time michael played for like half an hour so he's this is pretty much the first time for him as well but i was ex- i was terrified the first necromorph you meet in the first part of the game and you have no weapon and it's like just run and i shrieked i was screaming <laughs> i was terrified like I, it was scary i uh, got away from it like met a few more killed them and then pretty much just after the first five or so, I whenever a necromorph would hit me, I would just be like, "What are you doing? You're just gonna die. Get <laughs> off me! Yeah. You're not you're not worthy of fighting Isaac Clark." Um, I'm a god. In fact, there was a point a bit further in the game. There was a brute, right? And if you don't know what a brute is by name. It's the big armored guy you meet first at the bridge and then encounter again. Yeah, um, there's a couple of times. Yeah. And I did, in classic Matt fashion, I have looked at the storyline and I did cry that time that the other brute came in. It was sad. Anyway. <laughs> so when the second time I encountered a brute, I was so not scared. I was singing a Jay and the Americans, come a little bit closer. You're my kind of man, so big and so strong. Come a little bit closer, because I'm all alone, and the night is so long. Just use my, use my, uh, what do you, stasis, and just yeah. shoot him in the back a few times. There was no fear, until the regenerating guy, and then I got too scared and gave up. The game sort of initially ruined its scariness when that first one appears and you have to run to the elevator. Um, He caught up to me but did nothing. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. It was like he realised he was in the wrong place. (laughs) Oops, sorry. Yeah. I'm only here to scare you. I was like, oh, sorry, I'm just dumb. I'm just squeezing by. Like you're walking down a cinema (laughs) aisle. (laughs) (laughs) He walked off of screen. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. Can I... Thank you. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no way. I'm supposed to be coming at the elevator. And then he tries to get in and then it crushes him. I didn't know what to do at that point. I thought the game was like, do you want me to do something? And then he died. And I was like, oh, okay, it was a set piece. That's something the game does heaps and does well is set pieces. A lot of cool like moments um, where it's like solving a puzzle and then like turns on something and that thing. Like, I don't know if you guys got to the... I think it was like the centrifuge or something and you had to plug some things in using your kinesis and then it turned on a big spinny thing and you went and it opened up into space and it was really cool. There's a lot of cool moments and set pieces like that. Um, but in regards to the scariness, I, yeah, I wasn't really scared because it was like none of these things are going to really kill me. The things that killed me the most were the little crawly guys that would like, like, like a dozens of them would chase you. Oh, and then- Yes. And you're like you're spamming E trying to get them off, and then they wouldn't, and you'd be like, well, "Yeah, like if you right. get more than four on you, you are dead." 
Like mm. it's just over. Like they were the scariest thing, and I was like, towards the end of the game, they come out he like heaps because they come out of the big fat runt, fat um, necromorphs. And I was just like, I'd shoot the fat ones, their legs off, and just be like, no, nah, I'm running away. I don't want to. I don't want to explode him and <laughs> have to yeah, deal with that. That's the whole point of them. You're supposed to shoot them in the legs and not the stomach. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, cut off their limbs in the first hour was said. I swear to God, ten times. Oh yeah, yeah it was heaps. I get it. I've been shooting. It should. It should have a thing. It's like when you encounter them. Did they shoot the legs and like limbs? Yes or no? If yes, just don't bring it up again. <laughs> um, the thing. So the the scariness. Was still like it was was less scary and more like tension when like like I'd be walking down a corridor and then it would be like you'd hear like a growl or an explosion of like a grate and you'd be like okay where the, where's it coming from like yeah. and then I'd be standing there with like my weapon up like turning 180 degrees going like all right they're not there <laughs> they're not there and then like in the distance you see like one guy with a big bomb arm walking slowly and you're like all right well let me just change weapons oh I'm out of ammo I'll reload. Okay, I've still got a few seconds. <laughs> Let me pick up this thing on the floor and then I'll shoot you. Yeah, I think the the scariest ones were definitely the speedy... Well, there's ones that just ran from the beginning. like, And I mean ran. And it's like, stay still, I'm trying to shoot your leg. Um, and then there are the ones that uh, came from soldiers. Again, I didn't play this part. I just read it. Um, because this story is actually really intriguing. And I was like, I can't finish this. I probably won't play it because the next game's really good. Um, stay until the end to hear that and more jump scares. Um, like so this yeah, one. This. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Speedy. You scared me. This, sorry, the Speedy. This, some guys who were soldiers and they had no stasis, but their stasis malfunctioned and now they run crazy fast. Yeah, yeah. And from what I saw, like I'm watching gameplay. I wasn't even playing and I was like, oh, God, that's... You scared me. What did you do that for? I think I only got scared once when... Oh, yeah. Like, I got, like, a solid, like, jump in my chair moment when um, I think I was transporting something with Kinesis and I could hear, like, the music went. I could hear mobs coming. And I'm like, if I just do this real quick, it'll end. <laughs> and I, like, was walking something somewhere else and then I got, like, I got knocked over. My character got, like, knocked over and it went to, like, the camera view and the animation of him getting back up and I, like, jumped. Because a tentacle had like slammed me, and that was like, whoa! Where did that come from? Oh, oh boy! Um, but I don't know if it's because I played it before, so it's a little less scary. But elements like, uh, yeah, like those speedy guys. When you first see them, you like open a door, they're standing there, and they run off. There's a few of that where like they show enemies before they set them on you, which is very clever uh, gameplay. Yeah. Um. Wait, what about creepy values? Because creepy. And like scare, like it's scary, but not. You know what I mean. There's a difference. Yeah, I didn't find it too creepy. Like uh, babies were creepy as hell. Oh my god! Yeah, those the like babies. <laughs> Have you You're talking about the enemy? Yes. I didn't find it too creepy. That was annoying. Hang I don't on. think I encountered any babies. How much did you play? They're like in the second chapter. <laughs> I'm in the second chapter. I'm probably oh. about to encounter some babies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's babies. Um, they're horrifying, and they're little baby necromorphs. And then they they're mostly used, especially near the end of the game, um, for like they fire projectiles. Uh-huh. So you've got you know your other slashes. I think their name is. And then you got babies. Babies isn't the proper terminology, but that's what they are. They're babies that have been that have died. Oh, that's sad. 
It is did, sad. Did you know what um, the development team did when designing the Necromorphs? They, uh, no, go on. They studied car crash victims. Oh. oh, I have heard that. And war scenes to get um, the sort of the visceral nature of it right. Well, okay, that's yeah. That was like that's a bit disturbing. Knowing that what you're seeing is an interpretation of real people who have died or yeah. been very injured, badly yeah. injured. Um, but that's actually, when you look at, say, um, the, the uh, I don't know, I don't want to spoil it too much for Michael. He's a baby now. I didn't realize he was only in Chapter 2. <laughs> I, don't um, know. I don't know how I wasn't progressing. <laughs> how many um, hours did you put in? I put in like... I guess it was nearly three. Yeah, maybe you were just really taking your time and enjoying the atmosphere. But I wasn't. I was like, I was like running. I also feel that running was a trap created by the designer because you often, if you run everywhere, you tend to run yourself into a situation. Yeah. And then you're like, ah. And so, but I was still trying. I was just like powering through. And then I, like after fixing the tram, I was like, okay, I think I'm making pretty good time. Chapter two. Oh, <laughs> come on. Uh, mess. Um, okay, but you know how there are those big tentacly uh, guys, just the arms that come in out of those holes. Yes. Adrian. Yeah. And then there's also the guy who's in the food place and he's poisoning the air supply. Yeah. I forget his name. The I Leviathan. Don't the Leviathan. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It actually irks me that, and I understand that these are basically John Carpenter's The Thing, um, and so there's all these tentacles and it's creepy and it's great, but I would have loved it if those tentacles looked like just dead bodies that had merged, Ugh. but instead they just look like tentacles. Masses of, of flesh. But that's yeah, it's like, oh, point. it's a mass of flesh. That's good. Whereas I would have preferred it's like they have literally just fused body upon but, body upon body to make a tentacle. And the reason that I say that that's a gripe is because it it's a lot easier to dissociate from, oh, that's a, that's a flesh tentacle than if Isaac gets grabbed and it's like, oh, it's a body. Oh, no. I was going to say, like, I find the regular necromorphs way more intimidating than the Leviathan or the end end boss. Yeah. Or even the end end thing at, at the end of Dead Space 3's DLC. Yes, that's how much I studied. <laughs> it was like in the last few hours, I was just like, I need to find out more because I'm not going to get the chance. Yeah. And it's like, they're not creepy because they're not human. They're just flesh tentacles. Yeah, they're like, they're not aliens. They, it's something weird where it's like not aliens. They were like, or maybe that are aliens. Who knows? That it's weird. Oh, that reminds me. Dead Space One. Wait, I have played Dead Space Three with Michael. Yeah, Dead Space true. One is way creepier because again, they're humans. Whereas in Dead Space Three, it's like it's aliens. So it's like you don't you don't associate with an alien. I mean. I'm sure in a few hundred years when aliens go back and listen to this podcast, they're going to be like, well, that's really speciest. But it's it's just a lot harder to associate with something that isn't you. Yeah. Apparently, the lurkers, there's a type of necromorph called the lurker. That is a dog. 
That is created when a dog corpse is infected by a swarm slash infector. Also occurs if they eat infected flesh or tissue. Crawlers are aliens. So dog lurkers are in Dead Space 3, but regular lurkers are babies. Regular, oh yeah, lurker humans, yes. Oh, okay. The pack uh, infects a child's corpse rather than an adult. They're nasty. Feeders are specifically if a cannibalistic human becomes mutated. (laughs) Okay. Yes, and there was a thing. There was a thing specifically about that where because these basically have like a hive controller uh, and there was one story that I read where the hive purposely sabotaged the food supply so that the people would eat the infected flesh and then become uh, feeders. Oh, it's so smart. It's good. I like this. I and I watched the movie as well. The animated <laughs> ah, movie. Nice. Yes, yes. No, not nice. Like it's good. It's good. But if you were, if you went, wow, Dead Space was a really good movie. I want to like watch, like, uh, Dead Space was a really good game. I want to go watch a movie. This, unless you're a big fan, like I'm, I can so easily go, oh, sci-fi, yeah. Um, but if you can't. If you're not like that, then you're probably going to be left a bit unsatisfied. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I got like when I first played this and then Dead Space 2 and so on and so forth, I was super into it. So I like way I watched the movie. I think I tried to play the extraction game or whatever. Um, it's got a really interesting story, which is uh, pretty good for a, for a sim. It's like a fairly simple horror game. It hadn't really kicked in for me. It was still very much like, oh, something is wrong. And it tries to sell you the, like, Isaac's sitting there watching the video of his wife. And it's like, what is that? Okay, we're not going to talk about it anymore. There's this other stuff going on. Uh, the audio logs, I feel, are, I, I often think about this with games with audio logs. If I don't find them and don't listen to them, I would have, in this game, I'd have no idea about the necromorphs if I ignored the audio logs in like the medical bays and just gone and gotten what I had to. I'd be <laughs> very much in the dark. But I guess well, that's that's the way like you would be though. Like Isaac wouldn't know anything um, if he wasn't picking up and listening to audio logs. You just get whatever everyone else tells you, everyone who's on the ship at the at that time. Speaking of everyone else who's on the ship. How long did you reckon that this infestation took place? Because when I was playing the game, I thought it was like months of people being unhappy because the, what do you call it? Marker. The marker is psychic power. And I was thinking there's like months of dissatisfaction, uneasiness between the people. And then eventually, like, at the end of it, like a week ago, Necromorph started to attack. Whereas, according to the wiki and the movie I watched, not all happened in about a few hours. Yeah, it's pretty quick. Um, which you get also because when the other ship comes along, the Valor, it all happens very quickly there as well. And you're like, ah. Cause especially because you're going and you're like, this... This happens very quickly for uh, a ship that just arrived and like, you know, maybe an hour or so ago. But that, that it does does fit. 
That's a good point. But how can something that is supposed to be an infection develop that quickly? Have have you have you seen them? They they get up and they kill you. <laughs> no, but <laughs> how did so a body dies and then it ends up with like is it supposed to be their bones have been repurposed into like the scythe sort of things going on and it's like the whole body gets repurposed. It's 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 literally like there's so a scene it... in the movie, except the movie's animated. Um, mm. But just imagine John Carpenter's The Thing, where it just immediately, once it's been had, it just transforms immediately. So is it then an infection that affects perhaps the nervous system and tells the muscles to do unnatural things? And it rips it, and so the body just rips itself apart. I believe it is affected at the molecular level. The molecular level. Mm. My God. You're looking into it like it's sci fi. You're supposed to like ignore <laughs> the science, <laughs> the real life it's, science. You're going to have suspension and disbelief, though. It has to make sense in its own world. And yeah. I wasn't up to a part where I understood if it does happen quickly, how does it happen so quickly? See, I like the idea that it lasts. It, it's like a few weeks of people getting mad, homicides and suicides happening, and like really ups the body count, and and then there's suddenly there's a snap, and dead bodies come back to life. I feel like it is like that. Like I f- the way the audio log sounded, it was like it's like there's a long like like two weeks, maybe three weeks, something of like people of like them finding the marker and then bringing it back to the ship and, and then the unitologists doing their thing and like, but then I think from the moment like the infection starts, it's like this, like going from the ship, like being normal, I suppose, to snapping and being everyone infected and there's stuff everywhere, like very quick, like a couple of hours. But I still think it was like a long period of unhappiness amongst the crew. It was just like, it wasn't a week of transformation. It was like two hours of transformation with like two weeks of people being unhappy. But then when, when the, you know, the first event occurred, it very quickly went south. I, don't know, I think it's still like, even the unhappiness was like a few hours worth. No, because they talk about it for a while. Like, same. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, they did play a little, uh, like, you don't really need to know that much it is just a survival game you know you, you only need to know as much as you need to survive that's true uh, in regards to surviving um they have a good selection of weapons something i um always liked about this and i always thought about and coming back to this i was thinking about was um, a lot of the weapons felt like it felt like more of a survival game because a lot of the weapons were like repurposed engineering weapons because isaac clark is an engineer like like there's the saw blade tool and there's a contact beam and there's a flamethrower. And it's like these things all feel like something an engineer could be using that he's like adapted or the people have adapted to fend off the things. The only the only like military grade weapon is a, an assault rifle, which makes it's sense. It's not a very good weapon either. No, I avoided it. <laughs> what I wanted to ask was, did you guys have a, a main? What was your weapon of choice? And what did you put? What one did you put like nodes into? Oh, plasma cutter for sure. Yeah, the plasma cutter. Mm, that's like the bread and butter. That was bread and butter. It's, it's perfect cutter. for the enemies. Like you shut up, you you cut off their limbs, they're down. Like most of the time, 
you can aim yourself to get both their legs at once and that will one-shot most enemies. Um, but I did get the flamethrower, which was good at the little infected guys that you were talking about. Um, and the saw blade was... Mm, oh, <laughs> that saw blade. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. The plasma cutter is, is your bread and butter. But the saw blade is like lobster thermidor. It's, mm, it's fantastic. And it does what it does. And you just kill, like, you stay, if if one guy is giving you hassle, you freeze him, and then you just saw blade him. He'll be dead in no time. That's interesting. I, um, I, gun. yeah, the line, um, I think it's called line cutter. No, line, yeah, it might just be line gun or something. That was the one I used pretty much throughout the whole game. Because I remember last time, I was like, oh, yeah, the plasma cutter is like, the bread and butter so i'll just max that out and make sure i always have ammo for that and then i'll use the other guns sparingly but this time i was like no no i did that last time i want to use other weapons and i like even though i was like i'll use other weapons i pretty much just only used the line gun because it was like you're saying matt it's just like you shoot once at their legs they're either dead if they're not dead you don't shoot them in the arms now they're dead but the problem with it is you can't get like precision that you can with the line cutter so like the big um the big armored boy you were talking about uh, we have to like shoot the shoulder blades the shoulder joints like i would just switch back to the plasma cutter and peg him until it broke wait you, sh- you shot his shoulder joints i just froze them ran around him and just yeah that's the other thing you can do i think wrecked his back yeah i actually didn't use stasis that much i don't like i think i used it maybe only against the regenerating guy I- in battle um because i just forgot about it pretty much yeah it's it's a bit odd i feel like if it wanted you to use your like stasis or kinesis like i feel like it limits it too much like there's not enough ammo for it to be like oh i better use this because you're saving it in case you like need it for mission purposes yeah well usually if it's for mission purposes purposes it's got that uh refiller around yeah, but I mean, you, you're still always a little bit nervous. Just, oh, yeah, just yeah. in case. You you might need stasis. Also, Did you often find yourself, in terms of like tactics with enemies, did you often find yourself that the safest place to be was just backed up against a wall? Yeah. Looking at all of them? Pretty much. And then just like, you know, like if you're in a corner, you just look like left, right, left. Oh, there's one. Shoot him. Right. Okay, there's two coming. Shoot. I found the camera, while very ganky, um, it was good because you could look around a corner before you were really in danger kind of thing. Yeah. This is something I noticed when I first played as well. The camera slash mouse control, I guess, is very, like, heavy. Like, you feel like you're wearing armor. That's the way I looked at it. It was like, if you want to turn around, you got to, like, slide yourself heaps even on like a high setting i usually play on a very low mouse setting in general and mine's like almost maxed out i think on this because it's just like turning around is just like bang and i like that i think they did that on purpose to kind of add to the tension of like where are they coming from okay i gotta find them and shoot them so bad though i swear like for the longest time i was just like no this is laggy it's just gonna be laggy forever uh, but then you do get used to it. 
I think I preferred using a controller. Oh. And so my my takeaway from it was like, ah, oh, did they build these camera controls to be with a controller rather than with a mouse? Because I tried with a mouse. I was like, this doesn't feel like right. Yeah, it's taking too long to turn around. Whereas you just you just put that toggle to the side and Isaac will make his way there rather than having to slide. And I really cranked my mouse setting as well. I'm like, this doesn't, this isn't right. And I didn't like the layout of the buttons, but on a controller, it all made a bit more sense. And I was like, did they make this for console definitely in mind and kind of forgot about the mouse? Probably. It did release for PS3 and Xbox 360. Yeah. Well, that could be it. Like 2007, we were pretty focused on. Because was this 2007 or 2008? 2008. 2008. Sorry, 2008. We, we like games in general were quite focused on consoles. I thought. Yeah, early days of the 360 and the PS3. It was all brand new and shiny, and I didn't own them. The other thing with this game is I believe it got like awards for its like sound, like sound design, sound design of the year. Um, yeah, it won a few awards for its sound design and it's pretty interesting. Like it's very good. Like it sets the atmosphere, uh, but you like I'm always wearing headphones while I was playing and just getting someone going like technology's at its finest and now we have to, yeah, we have to survive. Just like, like whispering into your ear. It's like... That's a little bit like it's cool because it adds to the, the like, I guess, suspense and atmosphericness, but it's like, this doesn't make any sense. It's a bit strange. Um, like that they would do just, is that, that wasn't the line that they said, was no, it? No, I just made that up. Okay. Because <laughs> if that was the line, like if you ver- verbatim was like, technology is fantastic. Um, <laughs> But they just use very abstract things. Like I think in the menu they use a dead goat. Oh yeah, as what? the as the sounds? Not as the visual. So they what? just pick they just pick random creepy things, but they don't it doesn't really you don't think at the time. You're like, ugh, I think that's out of place. But it just adds yeah, it adds to the overall feel of the game. Maybe they were trying to go with Isaac, the whole Isaac being crazy thing. He slowly does go crazy. Yeah, well, that's the thing. And I that, I think they do more of that in 2 and then even more oh. in 3. Oh, man. I played as John Carver in Dead Space 3, and that was the best. Oh, one. yeah. Oh, yeah, those, like, dungeons. Yes, the dungeons where he's like remembering his family, and then it's just so creepy. It's good. This That's is a the good greatest. series, and I'm very sad that Visceral has been closed. Yeah, I wonder if there will be because they kind of ended the series with three. It hasn't. I don't think there's any other games or anything in the in it. But I would love more. It's maybe bring it back to its roots. A reboot? Uh, I don't know. Maybe? Not not a reboot. But I think just a, not Isaac. Yeah, not Isaac. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Interesting. Maybe even like a prequel going back to like because this the story is you know they made the marker on Earth and put it on this planet. Maybe we can get a story of that. It, yeah, it could. Be. Stories like this have potential to just whack anything in the timeline. You know, it's yeah. like the it's like 
going back further into this podcast, this is a very inclusive podcast of itself. Um, the Star Wars one-shot movies, they're anywhere on the timeline because it's such an expansive like universe and idea yeah. that you can really put it anywhere and people would be happy. Like you don't need to continue the story. Like this story itself is done, so make another story in the yeah. same setting. Yeah. Is so, Dead Space Two regarded as the best one? Uh, probably. I think because it's one of those ones three, where two was even better, and then three was like not as good. Yeah, three was kind of looked down upon, but that's the one I have played all the way through. It's still good. I love three as much as the rest, but yeah, nine. Uh, sorry, Dead Space Two has like nines across the board. Or you know, really high scores. Um, yep. I'm not sure about three, but I I don't think it did as well. But I think it I I liked it, and I like I like them all. They're all good. Um, well, I'm I think glad I, you like it. I I'm like I like it. Uh, is it a is it a great game for a busy gamer? If you've got like hours to spare, like at, at like an hour a night kind of thing, I think you could do it, and it's a good good Halloween game. Get spooked. What do you guys think? I I agree with that. It's like, of course, it's not a game that you're going to finish in a sitting like Subsurface Circular. uh, But it's definitely like, I think if you've got, if you're the kind of person that has an hour a week, I think this would fulfill like instead of watching a TV show, just put in an hour of Dead Space. Yes, I was particularly busy this last fortnight and did not get to play it as much as I would have liked. I, I agree that it's one of those, it's from that time when a single player experience, people were aiming for like that sort of maybe 12 hour sort of sweet spot. And I That's think a- they were more, I think it was from a time where it was a bit more time friendly. I just happened to be incredibly busy and could not get enough into it. Also, I might have liked it a bit more if it, if it was really drawing me in. But it's kind of spooky, so it's always that thing of like, oh, I want to keep playing, oh, but it makes me feel bad. <laughs> like, like one foot in, one foot out. I felt yeah. like after a while, it stopped being scary. Yeah, it's less scary. It's more just like... It's intense. Tension, but only in the moments. Like you're like, mm. oh, it's quarantined. Now I have to fight things. And you're like, where's it coming from? It's not like, oh, I'm going to die. It's like... The worry of like, okay, I've got to manage these all these locations they're coming from to make sure I don't die. Yeah. But I think uh, we're going to back off scary games. We're going <laughs> to go for something much more friendly uh, for our next two weeks. The least scary game in the world. Oh, there'll definitely be a classic horror level, I think. They did that in, in the other games. Does someone want to drop what game we're playing? This was Michael's idea, I believe. <laughs> we're playing... Mario Odyssey, like everybody else. <laughs> Woo, we're on time. <laughs> I think it's a, uh, it's timed really well. It allows you guys to launch the stream with something that lots of people are excited about. Um, we, because we are busy gamers, when a new game comes out that we all want to play, it'd be silly to play anything else. Yeah. And being on the Switch, I'm looking forward to like coming home at night after work, just picking up the Switch and basically going to bed. <laughs> yeah, cracking out some Mario. So I I'm think already on the Mexican level. Oh, oh boy. So I've bought it, haven't started it yet. I played a little bit of the beginning. 
All right. to get so it going. You, so, all of you listeners, you have a fortnight to play Super Mario Odyssey. Because I'm not holding back spoilers on that, because I'm sure it's really not going to matter. It's a Mario game. <laughs> he beats Bowser at the end. That's the game. <laughs> and really, if you have a Switch and you're not getting Mario Odyssey, why do you even have a Switch? Yeah, that's just a bit like Breath of the Wild. Okay, maybe you got a Wii U. I don't know. <laughs> maybe if you can't a... get this anywhere else. Yeah, you got to Why go. would you get you the Nintendo get... console, but then not get the Nintendo main game? Some people might be like, oh, I don't like Mario because I have no inner child anymore. This has been lost. I don't like joy. <laughs> Who needs fun? I want to play Dead Space. I want to feel dark and drab <sighs> inside. All three Dead Space on loop for my entire gaming life. Excellent, excellent. Alrighty. Um, hey, do you guys want to go watch Thor Ragnarok now? Hey, that's a good idea. When does it start? <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> you know what? You should watch, listeners, you should watch Grind Time TV on Switch starting from this week the podcast goes out. Hey, I should verify we're playing the Switch on the podcast. You can't view you can't view the stream on your Switch, although we're working on it. <laughs> Twitch app, it's coming. All right, thanks everyone. I've been Adrian. I been. am Matt. No, I messed up this time. You did. Oh, I'm sorry. We discussed oh, this. There's a we circular did discuss order. This. There is a circular order. I'm so sorry. Well, it turns out I'm Matt, so that's what just happened there. So, <laughs> no, I've been Michael, and over there, cowering in the corner, I'm Matt. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Gotcha, how about that one?